0: Hey guys, what's happening? Another episode of What Do We Know? We've had plenty of football over the last few days. Uh, obviously, we had the semi-final cup ties as well as a bit of a prem- a bit of a Premier League action as well. Chris, how did you find the last few days? How did you find the uh, the results were all expected, or were there any surprises for you? No, there was a few surprises in terms
1: of obviously Arsenal's you know, great defensive display against Man City and stopping them from scoring. You know. A- I didn't think that was gonna happen on a Saturday, but then Man United seemed to explode due to Ollies um formation and tactical changes
0: and players not being on the pitch. And not in a good way. Exploding not in a good nope. way. Uh, not one we, bit. what selection all about though? I did not expect him not uh to, uh Pogba and Bruno didn't start, did he? Or did he start no, he,
1: no, no, no Bruno Fernandez started, Martial didn't.
0: Uh Mar- bench Mm. It was very well, surprising. I, did it. I I thought that, I really thought that he was gonna go all out attack and full pace, but he didn't. And he played so defensive. The game was just Chelsea attacking all game long. I really didn't expect that to happen. Uh and I think I obviously got it all wrong because they, you know, they got battered. Yeah, no, battered is the right word in terms of the tactical
1: changes and team form changes. I get why he did it, because there was players that needed to be rested because we just played on Thursday. I understand that. My concern is the formation. We went back three, three, four months, probably longer. We went to an old formation that worked on a few games against Chelsea. And Frank Lampard doesn't seem to be that dumb to not realise that he did the same formation already three times this season. Chelsea looked up for it. They pressed United so much, it was crazy. It was unreal. Yeah, well they... deserved. They nice. scored enough goals. I'm happy for Giroud. Like, they just deserved to win. They, they were more hungrier. They wanted to play for uh, play in the FA Cup final. United were just seem like looking for top four. That's all they wanted. They were just looking forward to uh, Thursday night's match against um, West Ham. Or was it Wednesday? I can't remember. I can't but remember. it was just annoying. I didn't see that hunger at... We've seen in the last three, four games that Steam United soar up the table and chase up the top four and score three, four goals every game. It was just poor to
0: see. I just didn't get it. Uh, I think Lampard was thinking the right way. He thought to himself, and, and imagine this, especially with the way he started the, uh, well, a few months ago, like they went through a bit of a slump. But he thought, you probably thought to himself, if I get in the top four and then I win the FA Cup, it's a great first season for Frank Lampard. Great first season, and it's going to be the same for. It would have been the same for Oli if he pulled it off. Imagine all the uh, all the skeptics that, that he's had over the last few months. Imagine if pulled the, if he pulled it off, bringing them to uh, to the final and then getting top four. He would have been hailed as a hero. All I think all of the le- uh, a lot of the doubters would have been silenced. But instead, were went with these changes. Uh, and you played quite defensive, you, especially in the last few minutes, the last 20 minutes. I, I sat there they falling asleep. I was thinking, what is this? <laughs> I mean, we, we, I don't get it. Did you watch the Arsenal game and thought, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and do the same. But it's like, you just, I don't know. You just sat back and soaked all, all the pressure. Then again, if he put, if he got a first goal, he probably would have changed the game. But it didn't happen. You just, That's you just think that first
1: goal wasn't even coming, like. It, was, it mm. was all Chelsea throughout the first half and throughout the game. They it's dominated throughout, the game. throughout because of the tactical format he'd put in. Three at the back does not work. We've yeah. clearly seen it. Mm. If this was a I shout j- to the owners and uh, Ed Woodward to say, we need more better squad players because we haven't got enough, I get it.
0: Do it. You, think? Is but it, the-
1: you think that's what he was doing? That's what I've heard. I've heard murmurs of, you know, fans and other pundits saying that this is just a scream out to the board to say, right, we need more players. We need a centre-back. We need a CM. We need a better goalkeeper. We need a better right mid. We haven't got enough options on the bench with all the games that we're going to be playing
0: for next I'm season, not convinced. I, I don't think that Oli's that guy to be putting pressure on the ball. I, I don't think he's got the balls, if I'm honest, not in a bad way, but I don't think he's that type of guy to be giving ultimatums to the board. If he is, if that is what he was doing, you know what? Probably fair play because he does need to spend a bit of cash. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure about that. Um, but where, where does he go from here? Surely top... It's all about top four now. He's got to get it. He has it to. It has to be top four. If he, outside of obviously this Europa, it has to be top three, top
1: four. You've got to hope Liverpool beat Chelsea on Wednesday as well because... West Ham are on good form right now, and I'm getting anxiously nervous for this match because Antonio has been banging goals left-right. Yeah. He's been scoring well, them, and you know Moyes wants to do a, a little uh, hate back on United and try and get a win out of them and try and derail he- them.
0: That's for sure. You know, the way he left as well, he left on bad terms. He will be desperate to be t- picking up points against United. So it's going to be... It's going to be interesting, but let's say, um, let's say uh, United, and I don't think they will. I think they will to get top four. But let's say they were to miss out on top four, only just they were to get Europa. Uh, good season or bad season for Oli? Say that again. So if we win the Europa and get top four, no. Let's say he misses out on. Oh, actually, yeah, you do have Europa. I Completely forgot. I was going to say, let's say you miss out on Champions League and you get Europa. You finished in the Europa places. Good season or bad season for uh, for Arlen? So we're out in the top four. We're only in the Europa League,
1: but no, we're only in the Europa spot, and we don't win the Europa League. Yeah, it's a poor season. Poor season because of the fact that we had so many chances throughout this season to get the top four, and all the other teams around us were playing shit. All mm. of them. There's not been one consistent team from the restart or prior.
0: Yeah. Well, the good thing one. Look at
1: Leicester's do, the downfall. They were thirteen points ahead of everyone. Look at them now. Yeah. Chelsea have been up and down all season. United have been up and down all season. Wolves have been up and down. Sheffield United were even in those spots, and they were now now they're up and down. It's been a topy turvy season for this Champions League Europa League spot. And if we weren't to win the Europa League, I'll be annoyed because we are the strongest team in the Europa League outside of Inter.
0: Now, here's a question. What if he didn't really care about the FA Cup? Not care, but what if he wasn't that bothered and he put priority on top four and Europa League? Would that make sense?
1: Because surely you'd rather win
0: the Europa than the FA Cup. Nah. Wouldn't you? you, Because you'd rather confirm your top top three, top four place than
1: win Europa. Yeah. Because you don't want it to all bank on Europa League. Because Europa League is still tough, regardless of if it's now one-leg games. It's still Mm. tough. It's a one-off game. Mm. You saw if the performance of yesterday comes through, teams like Inter, teams like Bayern, teams like Seville will come through and smash United like no man's business.
0: Mm. Right. So, yeah, it's still a disappointment. It's still, uh, you know, if if you're a United fan, because... Losing out on silverware is, you know, losing out on silverware. It's not ideal. My dis- um, my disappointment in the whole game is David De Gea's
1: derail of his goalkeeping performance. Just so sloppy. He's been sloppy throughout the whole season. He's not helping himself. What and is the team not helping here? themselves. Is he finished? He's not finished. He's I think a- ever since I think ever since the World Cup and Ronaldo hmm. scored those three goals against him. Or scored that when he made that howler there, he, he derailed since then. He went from or the best think, keeper in the world to top ten, top twenty even.
0: Or do you think that maybe he's he just wants to go? Maybe he's just nah. he can't keep himself motivated because the mistakes he's making are silly mistakes. These goals yeah. should not be going in, and especially for De Gea, these are not goals that he normally lets in. But all season long, he's been doing this. Maybe he's just not motivated anymore, maybe he just wants to go. Maybe I said, it... said this before, to... not even on the podcast, I said it
1: privately. I think he was looking to go. If it mm. wasn't for the fact that Madrid just won the Liga, congratulations to them, and yeah. Crotar winning the golden uh glove from the league end where he saved Real Madrid many many times and had a good season this season, he mm. would have gone to Madrid. But yeah. I don't know what club wants him because he's not helping himself in the transfer market. In terms of selling to another club because of the mistakes he's making, that mistake he did yesterday and he's done throughout the season. Football is now global; everyone's watching it. They're going to see this and go: Is David De Gea the player he was a few years ago? Right now, no. Can he be your game anyway?
0: Yeah, he's he's not going anywhere. Real Madrid was the only place for him to go to, and now that that moves uh, off the tables, like there's nowhere else for him to go. Really, he wanted Madrid. He didn't want anywhere else. He's from there, I think. Uh, and now that, obviously, like you said, Courtois is doing well over there. Uh, and with the mistakes, where would he even go? There's nowhere else for him to go. I don't think he would leave. But maybe and, he's... And the worst thing for him is for Deguer, yeah. is you're getting this
1: pressure from a, from Dean Henderson in terms of he was on loan with Sheffield United, had a good season this season. Fans are saying, put Dean Henderson in. Uh, We've got a very good number two in Romero, who's very, very capable, and Argentinian number one. We've got better keepers that are behind him that are willing to take that jersey off him, and he's really gripping it, like, with a single finger right now.
0: The question then, do you drop him? No. You still put Mm -hmm. faith in him for the next two games. Hmm. So if he was to have another game like that or another couple of games, do you then drop him? At, one po- at what point do you drop the Gea or is he simply too good to drop? You you drop him in the Europa League. Let's say, for example, the next two
1: games against West Ham and Leicester this this week coming. Hmm. Uh, sorry, West Ham and Leicester, sorry. That coming, this week coming. If he fails in those two games, you drop him for the whole
0: Europa League campaign. Nah. You put Romero in. Come cool. on, nah, you you can't. Okay, would you you can't put Romero in Europa League to play in Europe? Yes, you, yes, you can. Romero. Yeah. When's the last game even played? He probably, I was probably ten years old the last time he played. No, no, he played um, in the FA Cup uh, fourth round. Okay, fair enough. But like, you'd still. Mm, then again, I haven't seen Romero play that much, but surely you'd have more faith in the hair, despite these mistakes, than playing Romero, who's not really been playing much, and you put him in Europe, but in a cup competition where I don't know which game, which kind of games it would have more pressure, but surely since it's knockout format, you'd be more pressure on Romero not to mess up ninety minutes in Europe. Yeah, it re- really depends. I'm I'm not too sure what the it's call is and it's based on the money. It's all hypothetical, like. But I'm I'm just wondering. I don't know. Uh, at one point, do you drop him? I would probably give him the season and then really assess it in summer. Maybe in preseason next, like before the next season, start experimenting probably, with uh, Romero. Or do you take Henderson back? That's the that's
1: the thing. Does Henderson then go on loan again, or does he sign to a club properly? This is a big summer for United. They've got a lot of holes and gaps they need to fill out. And we've just got to wait and see. It's going to be interesting. I don't think it's going to be much of a pre-season. I think hmm. the season's going to start in September, early September, maybe mid-September. But we don't know confirmation just yet.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that was a big talking point of the, the weekend. Then there was the Arsenal FA Cup game as well, uh, which was, I'm not going to lie... I haven't enjoyed watching a game like that in a very, very long time. I loved it, and not because of the result, but it was constant attack, and it wasn't. It was like I don't know. I, I don't want to sound deluded, but I felt like I was watching a, a more exciting version than than uh, Atletico Madrid. <laughs> like all the Arsenal awesome display, <laughs> they just they just soaked up pressure and just constantly. Went back on the counter for 90 minutes. It could have been more. Like, like Man City were relentless. Are you, are you, I, I don't think you can deny that. They were just yeah. constantly attacked Arsenal for 90 minutes, and Arsenal just sat back, soaked up the pressure, and just constantly went back in uh, City for uh, for 90 minutes. And it could have been more. It could have, you know, easily could have had more goals. Like, um. I want to single out Aubameyang for uh, uh for a minute that first chance that he had that was an easy chance that he probably should have scored and just a couple of minutes after that the 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 goal that he scored when he when it was almost like a sliding tack on his slide that is. strikers that would have done that like missed an easy chance you know you Not... know one who would have done that Aguero? no uh, who. Suarez. Don't tell me. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. I was thinking more. You know um, he would have done that. Yeah, yeah, he would have done that. That kind of uh, striker, yeah.
1: But it's like Agüero wouldn't do it. He's too, He's got too much of a heavy foot, and he's a bum anyway, so it doesn't matter.
0: I, he's not a bum. Like, I, I don't go that far. I don't go that far. <laughs> oh <go> <laughs> yeah, but like, would would he score that? That that sliding effort, like sliding shot. I think so. Yeah. I think he probably wants to have had the, the pace to get himself in that position. But,
1: like, exactly. okay, yeah, and fair
0: enough. Prime
1: Aguero... And the, and the cross from Pepe was decent as well. It was... That it was the ...very ball. good. display by Arsenal. I was in shock. When bad I watched ball. that, I went, wow.
0: Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And, like I said, like, he didn't let him, his confidence drop after missing that easy chance. Two minutes later, he scores that goal. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Uh... But yeah, like, it was interesting as well, like, watching Pep and Guardiola on the touchline. It was like, it's like, watching them, they were so, you could tell, the a lot of Pep's, no, a lot of Arteta's, uh, you know, animated gestures, his behaviour, he takes up after Pep. And it's no surprise, because he worked on the Pep for a few years now, but, like, his philosophy, his ideas, his, the way he's animated, I was so happy as an Arsenal fan to see that. I was like, "Oh, you know what? We've got a guy here for the future that's so excited, so... And he- but he's got a clear philosophy. He knows what he's for. It's just, is the board going to give him what he wants? And another thing as well, just a bit outside of the game, I love the fact that Arteta is kind of calling out the board in front of everyone, in the media, but without doing it in a rude way. I loved what he said. When he was saying, when he said something like, when the uh, when the, the reporter said, are you, it's, uh, how much of a big job is it? And are you going to be given the money, the funds to do that? He literally said, it's a huge job for me to, to get us where we want to be. But I don't know if I'm going to get I don't know. He said that because we've had for too many years under uh, Olsen Wenger, like Wenger was too loyal to the club and he would not call out the board. He was, he was just agreeing yeah. to everything. And the fact that we've got Roteta saying, I'm not sure if I'm going to get the money that I want, but I need the money. I loved it. It was different. It was completely different to what we've had in the past. And that's what we need at the moment. Like, let's not be deluded. Arteta needs more experience. He needs more, more, you know, more... This, yeah, more we've good. said
1: this already between the both of us. Mm. Arteta, we've said this already. He's brought in a new breed of life to Arsenal Football Club. And this is me coming from being a United fan. And I have family members who are also Arsenal fans. Mm. And Saturday and previous games prior, even though you've lost and you've won throughout the season... They're getting joy watching football with Arsenal again. It might not be that banger ball as in the attractive baba boom football, but it's still football. And they can see there's an idea. Arteta has an idea of what he wants to do. He's informing his ideas into the club. All he needs is the board. And I really hope the board listens to him and gives him what he wants because... I'll tell
0: you now, I can think Arsenal can be great. They can be good again, but it's going to take a while. It's gonna take a while and it's gonna take money. Again, like David Lewis had a good game, but he's on and off. Do you, do you, like, can you rely on him having the the final game or or this even? This is what I don't understand. I don't think so. You watched this, yeah. You watched this Man
1: City performance with David Lewis and you saw the defender you bought, mm. the defender you wanted at Arsenal Football Club. He showed it you on Saturday. Yeah, like when I watched the thought this is a quality international. Premier League winning defender, because he was managing the pitch as well, he was managing the defenders, he was all over the place. Why yeah. can't he do this every time he's on the football field? Yeah, like... I do not understand. Why can't he be this leader? Because you saw he has got the potential to be a great player for
0: Arsenal. Even glimpses of it, you can see he's doing well. And that game so for me, that showed why they offered him a one-year contract. I think that's like, that. that for me, that that showed it. But Mustafi, another one. He had a good game, but there were a couple of times I was thinking, I was like, "What is he doing in this team?" Got dashed by Sterling once, completely dashed. And it's like you cannot, if we want to go forward, cannot rely on having Mustafi and David Luiz playing it week in, week out. Cannot happen. Arteta's done a great job with these guys, but they are not consist- consistent enough to be pushing for Champions League, or even dare I say pushing for the title. We need to get in the market. I know we've got some good guys in the background that are working towards fitness, like Cedric Suarez uh, holding this coming back. We've got a couple of good guys, but are they good enough to be pushing for a title challenge? I don't think so. So we need to show ambition in the market, and time will tell. Time will tell, I guess. So, so yeah. So, anyway, mm-hmm. another another result Pro FA Cup, Harry Kane. Harry Kane with the, the – it wasn't a hat-trick, was it? I think it was a brace. No, two goals. Two, two bad goals. boy goals, especially the, the, the last, last goal. Oh, my Lord. What a goal. Like, like, it's, it's, we haven't talked enough about Kane over the last few months, but I think you said we were talking about him over the weekend, and when you mentioned there, I was like, uh, for a little project that we've got in the background happening, and when you mentioned Kane, I was like, Kane? Really? You you go for Kane and you said he's a goal scorer. I was like, Yeah, he is. Like how come we've not been talking too much about him? And after that result, I was like, Yeah, I get it. Like, he is not finished and he needs to be He never has been finished. What is it? it is
1: with Spurs, right? They mm-hmm. are so lucky mm-hmm. to have a goal scorer like Harry Kane. Because if they didn't, I do not know where this club would be. Yeah. They might be mid table, tenth, eleventh, twelfth for the last three seasons. He he scored 20 plus goals in every season since he's joined with Spurs. Mm.
0: He needs Not to on right, anything below 20. He needs to play in the right team and in the right formation, the right uh, system. I think on the plane on the Mourinho is he going to it's a bit early to tell but I don't think he's uh uh He's playing on the right man to get the best out of him. At first, I thought, yeah, he no, would... I, think he's got, I think he's working with the right person in terms of Mourinho as a coach because he's a good man, manager.
1: Mm. And that's all Kane wants. He wants a hug around him. But the thing is, Levy is not going to spend the money to build this Spurs squad it's... to give him the players that Kane needs to score even more goals and for Spurs to be successful. That's where the problem is.
0: Yeah, Mourinho likes that big target man up front, right? There's no doubt. He's always going well with the big guys. Uh and he's got him, yeah. But is he got is he gonna be trusted with the finances to build with guys behind him? They're gonna be feeding the ball behind him. I don't think so. Yeah. Ericsson was a big loss, I think. Ericsson was probably that guy. Uh well, he was that guy. He's done it for for Kane all these years. <laughs> But he needs, to, uh, he needs to go back in the market. Is he going to get the money? I don't know. There are rumours now coming out of the inter, inter-camp that Ericsson hasn't done that well since he m- made his move. And they could potentially try and get him back. He could be back in the market for twenty mil, £20 million. After going on the free, is Spurs going to spend £20 mil on him? I'm not sure. I'm not convinced. I'm not sure. I'm not convinced. No.
1: But yeah, I, I'm not convinced he'll be, be tough. He can go to another club. He'll mm. definitely go to, if it's 20 million. He'll go to another club somewhere else. Yeah, but not
0: yeah. Spurs. What was no. I saying? It was an FA Cup, it was a Premier League. What am I talking about? So uh, yeah, yeah, good result, Leicester. Leicester but, oh my lord, Leicester! Where did they go from here? I don't think they're out of it, but they got to it's seriously a set, uh, address what's going on because there's something going on behind the scenes. I think. It can't be Brendan Rodgers just in a bottle job, could it? Really?
1: It's, 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 it's Brendan Rodgers. I'm telling you, it's deflated. The whole thing is def- You know what's going to happen? Something tells me, right? Mm. They're playing against Man United on Sunday. Mm. Last game of the season. That's, uh, they've got nothing else to lose. Something tells me they're going to make it tricky. Yeah. Well, They're going to have all their big boys the back because Madison weren't playing, Chilwell weren't playing. Mm. They're going to have all the big boys back and they're going to go for
0: that last game. They have to, but yeah. are they going to get the result that they want at this stage? I I, I don't think so. Uh, things are going or, uh, things are going against Leicester, losing in that manner as well. I don't know. Uh, but things have got to be addressed. I know that technically on paper, you wouldn't say there was a bad season for Leicester because at the start of the season, if if the Leicester board said to uh, to to Brendan Rodgers, get us Europa League, I don't think that the that you know they, it would have been a bad target. I think it would have been a good target. Um but a few months ago you'd have to say it was a big drop and it was a...
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think know. I think that's the biggest issue with it all in terms of what's happened prior and what's happened before lockdown and past lockdown it's a big change and something's gone wrong.
0: Something has gone
1: wrong. Oh, but it have been managerial, coaching, players not wanting to play for Rodgers. We don't know what's going on. But something tells me you're going to hear. I
0: wish it. that Amazon... Something's going to
1: come out. You're going to hear something. I wish
0: that Amazon documentary was on Leicester at the moment because I'd love to know what's going on behind the scenes. But yeah, another... Leicester, not that big of a
1: market mm. in terms of having an Amazon documentary. Yeah, no, I But we've got the Spurs one coming and I'm looking forward That's to gonna that. That's going to be That's going to be... That's going to be crazy. But tell
0: you what, though, like one thing that worries me about that is that obviously they've started to throw some adverts on the Instagram uh, and it's a bit early to be doing it. So I'm thinking, have they turned the cameras off now? I hope not because... They probably have. I really hope not, but we'll see. Like, um, I, I'd love to, to know when the when the release dates are going to be, but we'll find out over the next couple of months. Uh and yeah, another ex-Leicester contact, I guess, is uh, Nigel Pearson sacked at the weekend. Sacked. What Watford. What are you? I've thinking, heard reports where, like, right? like, are they? I've I've heard reports he had um,
1: an argument with the owner and director after the West Ham loss. Really? Yeah. And um, that's pretty much what lost him his job. Really.
0: Wow, yep, like, you still been. expect them to put up with it for the final two games. Obviously, we don't know what happened in behind the scenes, but like, terrible decision if he was uh, if they just sacked him like that with no patience because like he was the man to keep them up. And although they're looking, I think good, they still
1: will be up. I don't think Watford's gonna get relegated. I think. Mm. I think come Sunday you're going to see Bournemouth and Villa both go down, but especially Bournemouth they're on the brink. It's happening. it's
0: happening too but okay ha- ha- let's put it this way. If you're a Watford player, Watford player, they've clearly been playing for him like he's done the impossible. But how do you react to that? Do you- I'm sure they'll be professional but you uh, uh, are a lot of Watford players are going to be like, you know, I'm not happy with this. Uh I'm not going to play Nah, because nah. they know
1: that they need the uh, Premier League security. They need the safety yeah, of win. being back in the league. And I think the players will show mm. up. I wouldn't be surprised if they win in midweek and then get to the final game needing only a draw or even if they were to lose, they still
0: stay on. Mm. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. But like, I think probably... Because Villa not...
1: need to win both their games and Bournemouth need to make sure that Villa lose mm. both and Watford lose both and Bournemouth needs to win. And I can't see that happening. Yeah, they're especially
0: done. especially that it. last result. That was that was embarrassing. I think I think they're all done. Yeah, it's a shame, really. It's a shame. I think they're done. I think if Villa lose in midweek, mm-hmm. they're done, and I think that's the end of the relegation battle. Yeah, it's basically the both of these teams. Their next game is like a final. Yeah, so <laughs> it's going to be. They have to. It's going to be interesting. Uh, but yeah, to tell you what, the news. Um, we've had some. Uh, Another big move, Germany-wise. Uh, British talent going to Germany, and I think that goes in line with uh, some, some of the podcasts that we've done over the last few weeks about British players. Should they take their chance going abroad? Uh, Bellingham or Bellingham? He's gone. He's moved. He's, con- he's sealed his move to Borussia Dortmund. Good move or bad move? Yeah, coming from leaving Birmingham, the Championship for a 25 million move to Germany. Good move or bad move?
1: For him, it's probably a good move. He's going to get first-team Champions League football, but I've not watched him to even see if he was very good. I know United were linked to him for a period of time, and he seemed like a good player from what I saw of YouTube. But if Dortmund have got him, and you know Dortmund what they do with youngsters and bring them into the fold in league football and Champions League football, we'll see how the young guy's career goes. I wouldn't be surprised seeing him back in the Premier League in about two three exactly. years and um, him going to 50, 60 million. That, that's so exactly what I think too.
0: I think that's a great move. Dortmund have got a great reputation for building youngsters, young players. Look at what they've done yeah. with Sancho. And I think that's a great move. And if yeah. you're a British player and you can't break into the Premier League, that's got to be the move at the moment. Germany or any other leagues really, but just go learn your craft, you know, finesse your skills. Uh, and I think Germany, spe- yeah. especially Dortmund, is a great move. Uh, and then you you can't bet against him being back in the Premier League. Well, moving to the Premier League for the first time. Uh, but he's got to go point point in the grind, learning his craft for a few years, and he'll be in that league. He'll be around other British players that, that have gone that've made that move there. So yeah, great move, great move. And I think
1: a lot. of it seems it seems to be the it seems to be the model now where a lot of English as we've said already in previous episodes where English players are moving out abroad and good for them if that's where you're going to get your first team football and you're not going to get it at your current club it, go it ahead should and do have it happened a long time ago you're not you're not going to learn yeah, from yeah, it should else.
0: have happened a long time ago to be honest because that's what the foreign players are doing they'll go anyway to get their first to get experience so it should have happened a long time ago but it's good that. You know, British players are starting to see now. It's starting to take the risk because who knows? It might not go the way that they, that he wants to with uh, Bellingham. He, he might go in the first team, but you got to take the risk. You gotta, yeah. you gotta back yourself up and just make the move. So, so it will be interesting to see. Like I said, good luck um, to the kid. See how it goes. We're probably watching him in some sort of Champions
1: League game, setting up Haland or. Setting up rules yeah. for someone. And playing alongside so, Sancho if he doesn't get his move yeah. this summer. Yeah. Another congratulations um, to Leeds United coming yeah. up to the Premier League. Yeah, well done. big result. Well, well done. done. It's been 16 years since we've seen the old white rose come yeah. through again. Yeah. So let's bring it on. Bring on. They've Ellen got. Rose.
0: They've got a great manager. I'm hoping that they can. Uh, they can spend some money in the summer. Like with this market we don't have know, money, but they will have the money. It. uh but yeah, like no, I just want to address some fans though, like Champions League football, Leeds, last season. <laughs> like, come on.
1: I think that's just all hype talk, it's, it's not really gonna happen. Fun.
0: And if it does if it does, I'd love to well see done. it. Like, don't get me wrong, I'd love to see uh uh you know an underdog going and shaking the system. But it's not happening, Leeds fans. What, what Leeds fans, I, I, I want to Leeds...
1: see is obviously now Leeds are coming up. My my aim is with Leeds is like it was with Norwich. The football they play in the Championship, and I I've seen a little bit, not too much. They play some really good football, and I hope they bring that caliber of football into the Premier League because if it does, you're going to see some shots yeah. next summer
0: or next well, season. Well, that, that the thing that's what I want uh, when the teams are going up. I want to see teams that are g- going to take points away from the top clubs. That way, it makes it interesting for everyone, entertainment-wise. And for the for the top four and the, the title challenge as well, we want the small teams to take points away from the big teams. That's what makes the Premier League in general so exciting because anyone could win. But in the last couple of seasons, it hasn't really been like that. So, so hopefully Leeds can take up some points from the big teams next summer and they've got the manager to do that that's clear
1: yeah true It's like I said uh, just congratulations to him let's see what happens this week I think at some point we're going to find out who else is coming up with leads and I really hope it's a big team and I want to yeah we'll see
0: we'll see anyway there's a lot of talking points as well coming up so we've got an interesting few games coming up with the relegation zone and the top four race heating up as well and we've got the FA Cup and we've got the Europa League and the Champions League so there is so much to look forward to and we want to hear from you you fans out there on any of those topics Don't hesitate to send us a tweet. Let's keep the conversation going because there's so much to talk about, like I say. So don't forget to hit us up on any of the platforms that we've been uh, posting on, and then we'll take it from there. Anything else that you want to add uh, on any of these subjects at the moment, Chris?
1: Yeah, I hope United don't mess it up, and I hope we do come third or fourth come this Sunday. But let's see what happens. Come on, boys. Let's go. Let's Let's
0: see. Let's see what happens. But anyway... Uh, we'll keep you guys updated with another podcast next week, and that's it from me, Stabregas and Chris. What do we know? Chat later. Peace.